and welcome to I Love It, Don't You? The podcast where friends share with friends whether they like it or not. I'm Elizabeth. I'm Kim. And I'm Janelle. And this time it's also my turn to recommend something. And I forced them to watch the first five episodes of Once Upon a Time. And you can find it that on Netflix. And I'm going to brag about myself because I actually have notes this time. And I never take notes. Good job. Yay. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. (laughs) That's from both of you guys. Yay. Good job. I wanted to hear that. So, Once Upon a Time premiered in 2011 on ABC, and it's set in this fictional town called Storybrook, Maine. All the residents are fairy tale characters, and they've been transported from their fairy tale world to our real world. The evil queen, Slashadrina, created a curse that robbed them of their original memories, and now they're leading these fake, non-happy ending lives. The plot is kind of revolves around Henry and his fairy tale book and Operation Cobra, which is trying to get the residents to remember that they're fairy tale characters. So I'm going to start with first thoughts. And Kim hasn't seen the show before, even though she's been interested. And Janelle's seen it before. So yeah, so I've always been interested in it, and I kind of wanted to wait to see if it will succeed. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with watching shows that only have a season or two, but I kind of like knowing that going into it sometimes. Shows that are a little bit more gimmicky, premise-y, mm-hmm. I kind of like to wait and see whether or not they're going to succeed. Because I don't want to fall in love with something and then it get torn from me and me not have any foreknowledge that I only have these people for a little while. Yeah. I mean, that happens too, but mm-hmm. in this case, I decided to wait and see approach. And then I just kind of forgot about it and got involved with other shows and whatnot. So I liked it. I don't know what I was expecting. I knew it was kind of in both worlds, I guess. Yeah, I don't know what I was expecting because it wasn't exactly what I was expecting, but I couldn't tell you why it differed from what I was expecting. Was it different in a bad way or a good way? You no, think? it just, yeah, it was just, different. It, it was just different, but I did enjoy it. I do like it. I have more complex yeah. thoughts and feelings, but okay. we can get to those later. That's really good. I can't wait to hear those. Now, Janelle, what did you think about uh, rewatching it? How long has it Um, been since you've watched? I started watching it when the first season was on Netflix. It was my junior year of college, so I guess like 2013. And so I watched the first season and second season on Netflix when it got on there. And then third season I got to watch live, and fourth season I think I watched live as well. Whatever season had like the Mm -hmm. Frozen storyline, after that was wrapped up, I stopped watching because of spoilers that I did not right. enjoy, and it just was a good time for me to move along. Not that I didn't like the show, but I was also just, I think I watched too much, too fast, and kind, kind of, of got ru- burnt out. ruined it for myself. So I haven't watched the first season since I initially watched it, I guess, four years ago oh, now. Okay. Going back through it, I don't think my opinion has changed at all on it. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the first season is really good. It's more just that I've noticed things and appreciated things more. And really miss my favorite characters because they're not in it yet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they're not there. Like, I see you have a mm-hmm. note that says, we know Janelle's. No, you don't because they ain't been there yet. Well, no. I no, I, That was like a note to myself, like, we can't talk about Janelle's favorite character because it's not. That person isn't there yet. Yeah. <laughs> Neither of them are. Yeah. So, yeah, I really like this show. I like that it's pretty complex and that it's... They found a way to kind of weave all of these stories together. Mm -hmm. My fear with this show, though, has always been that they're going to get too convoluted with everything. 
Okay. At least for the first season, and I, th- I feel like the second season, they do a really good job of kind of balancing everything and tying up stuff and not, like, massive plot holes. There are a few. Yeah. One of which I will bring up. Okay, good. It <laughs> just annoys the heck out of me because I thought of it today. I had, mm-hmm. like, deep shower thoughts with Janelle this morning. Oh. <laughs> because I watched the last, I watched the fifth episode today, and I think out of the first five, the fifth is my favorite. I was just, yeah, I was going to get to favorite episodes. Even though I think I hated it when I first watched Mm -hmm. it. When I was first watching these, like, first five episodes way back when, I really didn't know if they had a place they were going. It kind of feels like that show to me. But now I'm, like, re-watching it. It's very clear that they knew where they were going. I feel like with this type of show, at least for, like, the first season, like, Mm -hmm. you can't not know where you're going. Oh, yeah. Uh, But that's also one of the reasons I thought it wouldn't last. Because right. I didn't think, I, I I'm sorry say, I underestimated all the writers <laughs> of the well, show. And that that's kind of one of the things mm-hmm. with shows like this, why they kind of get sometimes weaker in mm-hmm. the second or third season. A lot of times they'll have plotted out very well the first season before like they even get a deal with the network. Like they mm-hmm. know like their first season and maybe even their second season. But kind of after that, then it becomes a little bit less. They don't have that quite as in their I see what you're detailed saying. out or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I feel like you couldn't not know where you're going for your first season. At the very to, least. Right. To at least, mm-hmm. you know, be able to make this a success. Yeah. I feel like I bring this up frequently, like, the number of episodes or the length of the episodes and things like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like, like, the first season is great. It's 22 or 23 episodes long for the first season. I feel like maybe if this was, you know, a show that was produced by Netflix, it might have kept my attention more because you know Netflix has started doing the thing where we've talked about this before where they kind of throw standard episode numbers and lengths out the window in Mm -hmm. favor of what benefits the story the most Mm -hmm. yeah if they had done that with this show I probably would have stuck with it I think it would have been completely different just because I think that there are a lot of filler information and Mm -hmm. filler shows and I'm not saying that in a negative way because Mm -hmm. if you don't like filler this is not the show for you (laughs) Uh, and I really enjoy for the most part because I binge watch stuff I can just if there is an ep- there was an episode in this five where I was like, oh, this one again. <laughs> but, you know, there's always the next episode. Right. So I don't always notice the length as much. Until well, the, the sun is setting at the end of the day and you've been on your couch all day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, <laughs> and I didn't do anything. And then I have to move from my couch to my bed to continue binge watching. Uh-huh. It could have been completely different. I sincerely love this show, but it is... A very cheesy, very, <laughs> I don't know, camp, I want to say campy, but is campy it's, the right word? Like, I mean, it does, in the of... first five, it doesn't seem too campy. Okay, campy's not, not the right word. It could get that way, I don't know. Maybe not well, campy. Well, it takes itself I, a little too seriously, I think is probably a better way of putting it. Maybe. But, but I also kind of like the sincere seriousness of what, it's so earnest sometimes. I sincerely love it, but it's totally different from the production value and writing value of I'm trying to think of like a another show that I, is kind of comparable to it but I can't think of anything show like something that doesn't have any fat to it does that make mm-hmm. sense like they've kind of like there's not filler it's definitely a good fit for broadcast yes yeah, yeah. So, because your broadcast shows are different than your cable shows and even different than your Netflix shows and that sort of stuff and it right. is a good fit for a 
ABC, which is a little more, and some of their stuff is a little more family-oriented, yeah. whatever, mm-hmm. and a broadcast show. So it very much hits the notes of a broadcast show. Definitely. I agree. Do we want to launch into Emma? Yeah. Do we I, want to talk I about was, Emma? I was actually just, yes, that's where I was going next. I want to also hear Kim's first thoughts about Emma. So. Do you want to go first, or do you want, to, well, want me to get this off my chest? I mean... <laughs> You can get it off your chest if you would like. Okay. <laughs> Let's hear it, Janelle. Because I know, like, we haven't gone into detail about this between us, but, yeah, like, I'm interested to hear your thoughts. There are some episodes where I really like Emma, mm-hmm. and there's there's some times where she does, like, a really good job. Like, the fifth episode? That was really great. Like, you get to see some, like, mm-hmm. okay, so set it up. Um, Henry and his little stupid hormonal prepubescent kidness runs into a collapsing mine okay and emma of course is the one who rescues him after she and regina get into a spat all this good stuff Mm -hmm. yeah so the moment where regina just like yanks henry away from emma and like doesn't let emma be like hey you okay bub it breaks my heart yeah Mm -hmm. but a lot of the time jennifer she doesn't really seem to be all that expressive Mm -hmm. on some things which kind of fits the character and kind of doesn't. Like, she's supposed to kind of be withdrawn or surly or, and, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And it works. She's wounded. Yeah. yeah. But a lot of the time, and not so much in the first five episodes. I feel like everything that I wasn't satisfied with is not in the first five episodes. <laughs> but a lot of the time with Emma, I feel like her, like I do, like with most people, main characters the vast majority of the time i couldn't give a flip about the main character mm-hmm. of anything books tv shows whatever books a little less so so much of the time like yeah they have a struggle but we're just especially with ensemble pieces they are our window into the world they're not usually like the funny person or the dark mysterious person or anything like that there's usually not anything massively special about their character okay yeah Mm -hmm. so and emma's one of those and like there's such better characters in the show that most of the time i just don't care about emma like i wish i could and there are times in the first five episodes i care a whole lot more about her than Than any time yeah Yeah. and any time and i think going back through this time i do appreciate her more i think yeah I can, like, agree with, like, some of what you're saying in the later seasons, which we can't get into. But at this point in the show, I really like Emma. And I think that the actor's doing a really good job at this point in the show. Yeah. And not that she's ever done poorly, but I think it's just that maybe it's just my bias against the main character. I don't know yeah, what the deal is. Like, can't get I, attached or... I really can't. No, I do, I do like her a whole lot more now. I don't know if it's that I like her a whole lot more this time around. Mm-hmm. Or if it's that I'm just happy that I like her now. Yeah. And that I just remember her like, from later you seasons. You had such a know. low opinion of her in later seasons. I really did. So, so now it's like, oh, you're not as bad as I thought you were mm-hmm. now. Does that make sense? Which is stupid because she was probably never, like, terrible. Right. I just, I don't know. <laughs> I wonder if it's also, some, like, you also get fatigued with, like, um, I'm not saying, like, you specifically, but I think a lot of people can get fatigued with, like, the main character, seeing them all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. So, like... And it depends on, yeah, how the show presents the main character. Because yeah. we talked about this. I just finished editing the Gimbal Girls episode. So we, we had talked about this with Rory. Like, Rory just becomes everything she does, even when she makes mistakes, is, like, 
no uh, consequences. consequences. So if that's your like, if that's what becomes of Emma, like I can understand. Like mm. if that's how yeah. your main character is, like you've mm-hmm. got to make your main character human and flawed. flawed, and those flaws have consequences. Yeah, right. Or else they're going to be horrible. So and I'm like, please see Rory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what did you think about Emma? What were your initial um, thoughts? So in the first five episodes, like, because as you're talking, like, I was trying to figure out, like, there's nobody I just love at the moment. Mm-hmm. But I probably like Emma the most. Yeah. yeah. She also is a lot of things about characters that I love. She is wounded. She is struggling to figure out things. She yeah. is not, doesn't necessarily make all the best decisions. Wants to love Henry, but doesn't know how. You know, yeah. like... And so, those are all things that just endear me to a character. I love the screwed up. Yeah. <laughs> but right. redeem- like but redeemable. This- and yeah. at the moment, I'm, Regina might change later. At the moment, Regina is just evil. Yeah. And so, whenever you have anybody purely good or purely evil, mm-hmm. I don't find them as interesting. Yeah. I don't like them as much mm-hmm. until you start redeeming them or having them become more flawed. Mm-hmm. Like that's and for me, like being vulnerable too. Right. Um, seeing especially those like characters like Regina, Regina show their vulnerability. Mm-hmm. My <laughs> favorite character is Regina, and I didn't like her in the first season. There's not. I mean, watching now, there's no reason to right. like her. Like especially in the fifth episode, which I did really enjoy uh, mm-hmm. this time around, when Regina gets Emma to call Henry like crazy. And she knows that Henry's listening. Mm-hmm. And it's just heartbreaking. Like, oh, Henry. Like, sometimes the little boy annoys me. But in these, these yeah. episodes, I, I like him just because I don't think his acting improves with age. So, um, He was know. already working my nerves in these yeah. first five episodes. <laughs> he has his moments away. where he goes from, like, precocious to just, like, straight up annoying. But, like, that broke my heart. I think, like, that scene, not that I don't want to really praise him a lot, but knowing how that must have felt and like right. also with the uh scene with uh dr hopper mm-hmm. it's just heartbreaking yeah. like dr hopper what are you doing right oh yeah no like i totally feel bad for like what mm-hmm. henry's going through but also like he's becoming a little annoying and it's like and, and if you have a child who keeps running off why are you leaving him home alone yeah, because you gotta yeah. be with the sheriff. Right, you gotta you go. You have you to know? spend your Saturdays. If you're in that position of the of power, if you are living the life that they are, you would have a nanny or something. Yeah, it is just not realistic that she does not have some help to help him, especially when he starts running mm-hmm. off. Plot hole number one. Yes, <laughs> I never thought about. Okay, that. this is weird. Okay, so. The thing is with Regina, though, is that she doesn't want to be close to anybody in that town. She doesn't like anyone in that town. She's kind of crazy because she cursed herself to live forever with everyone in that town that she doesn't like. I'm just thinking about that now. So she doesn't really want them to be in her house. Now, I mean, it's not logical, but also cursing all of these people to, like, not have the happy endings so that right. you could supposedly, if you're a happy ending, is it the actions of, like, a sane, reasonable well, it, person? it's not so she can have her happy ending. It's for revenge. It is for revenge, but she also wants her happy ending. She thought that would give her her happy ending. Uh, I just watch the show a lot. <laughs> so, like, they go into this later. Okay. Uh, you the will mo- like Regina more 
as uh-huh. they go into her backstory. That was when I first started liking her. Yeah. But right yes. now she annoys the crap out of me. Well, yeah, and I figured there has to be kind of... I'm assuming there's a big bad in her life. Mm. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. But right now, she is the big bad. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So can we talk about Snow for a minute? Yes. Uh, That was one of my questions. Okay. So at first, I didn't really like Snow. Understandable. Still don't like most versions of Snow. Mm -hmm. I like when she... I like in the um, episode where you see how her and Prince Charming meet. I was wondering about that, yeah. I love that version of Snow. Mm-hmm. But then after she falls in love, she's a totally different person. Yeah. At least from what we've mm-hmm. seen so far. What we've seen so far, What we've yeah. been given so far is her in love is completely different than her out on her mm-hmm. own in the forest. And yeah. this person that has in some way, shape, or form, because we it hasn't been revealed yet how she ruined no. um, the queen's life, yeah. Re- Regina's life and story. Mm-hmm. In the world of fairy tales. You're right. Mm -hmm. Uh, But when, in the first few episodes, when they're doing the fairy tale versions, and then even, like, when we're getting Cinderella's fairy tale version, like, Mm -hmm. those versions of her are pretty weak. Yeah. You think so? I I mean, I just don't pay attention to her a lot. Like, I mean... Uh, I do I do like her, like, when her and Charming uh, first meet. I can't remember a lot of her, from, but I trust what you're saying. Like, yeah, like, she, and, and then Mary Margaret, of what we've seen so uh, far, mm-hmm. seems pretty sunshiny and weak, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I did not, I was not liking her at all. And I, mm-hmm. I, I like, I like when, we, when she meets Charming, and I would love to see more of that. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to. No, no, you don't understand. They revisit that meeting story so many times again <laughs> at least once a season maybe more we're always getting more layers okay. of, i mean i'm just, if i sound a little annoyed it's because i'm like i'm in the sixth season i'm like uh we have to watch this scene again like i wonder what's gonna happen but and not that you you do get more information about that's the thing that the show does a lot is like all of these time jumps mm-hmm. um within the storyline so there is a lot of time between Snow and Prince Charming meeting and them getting married. Right. And her getting pregnant. A lot of stories to right. left to be told. So you will. Um, I mean, not that. But I, I mean, I, I, just, I just feel in what we've seen so far, once yeah. she's in love, the agency almost of her character is taken away. Hmm. And, and, and it just becomes somebody in love with somebody, you know, yeah. and like, and we, we don't see this very strong going to do what she has to do woman. To survive. To survive. Mm-hmm. That we see in the forest, and it's just such a big dichotomy. Yeah, and so mm-hmm. that annoys me. And I would like to see not not the same story of Snow over no. and over again. Yeah, but I would like to see more of those characteristics coming yeah. through that we saw in that story. And it's interesting. Like, well, that's something that I have. Okay, so Snow is never one of my favorite characters. I mean, mm-hmm. I do like her for the most part, and there are other stuff that I could say that I can't because it's a spoiler. But she gets I'll, much better, and she's one I of my agree. favorites. One of my you favorites. Think, yeah. mm-hmm. one you of. tend to like nicer characters than Not do, towards. Though. She's nowhere near the top. <laughs> but, well, no, you do get a lot more of that moxie that comes back in. You do, and she even struggles with that at times. She kind of, like, has this moment where she's like, I'm not who I want to be right now. Like, I'm not having the adventures that I used to have, yeah. I guess. Because they definitely like, go through a lot of stuff. I'm, I'll be interested to hear your, your thoughts if you keep watching. So I think that, okay, the show has, is not subtle at all. You know what I mean? It's really not. <laughs> at all. And they have these very specific themes. 
And I think they definitely have a very specific message that they're trying to say about adoption. I don't know. What do you guys think of that? Is there, do you have anything to say about that? I, do you think it's a good message or do you think it's too romantic of a message? It's something that I think about a lot, especially if like there is like an orphan. Is an orphan a weird term to use? But watching the show, like how do they see it? Is that weird? I think it's pretty hopeful. It, I know that a lot of the time people... It, Not it's, adoption, but just like giving up your child for adoption. Is right. What I meant. From what I've seen, I'd almost say it doesn't present it in a good light at the moment. Oh, yeah. You think no? Be, well, because you have... Henry was adopted by mm-hmm. this person who mm-hmm. doesn't treat him the best. The Cinderella, instead of... I mean, obviously she was going to be giving her baby up to a, a horrible person. Yeah. But they go make sure that she's able to keep her child. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess you see Emma knowing that it was still the right decision. But so I don't know that I would say like, at least in this first five episodes, I don't see it being Mm -hmm. like just pro. Right. Oh, you go ahead. I was just going to say the thing, though, that I like about how they present it, though, is that it's not an easy choice yeah. either way mm-hmm. and that people's opinions change on it mm-hmm. and so like Emma was like dead set this is the right thing for me to do but now mm-hmm. you see that there's pain there and that she's matured as a person mm-hmm. now granted we don't know tons about how Regina feels there's like the little thing in the end of the first episode when Emma yeah. is trying to figure out whether or not Regina actually does love him. Mm-hmm. And they don't really tell us either way what she, if her lie detector goes needs. off, you know? Mm-hmm. But uh, you do kind of see the protection that comes from mm-hmm. Regina over Henry. Yeah. And it's, and the tendency to automatically put the person who put up the kid for adoption as an enemy. Um, and I think it's really great that you get to see that, no, they're not an enemy. Emma made a mistake back in the day and Mm -hmm. she tried to correct the mistake and for better or for worse she doesn't have her kid now but she does still love her kid and she wants to be involved in his life and so I think it's good to be able to see the other side of the story Mm -hmm. I feel like more Mm -hmm. often you see the people who are waiting for a kid to adopt and so like the new parents the adoptive Mm -hmm. parents like and you see how great it is for them and everything, but you don't necessarily see the other side. Mm-hmm. And you don't necessarily see how it can kind of go down through people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like with Henry, how he feels about being adopted and how that can be related. But also related. With Emma, too. And, like, I think that there's this theme of when parents, like, when Snow gave up Emma, she was like, I want to give you your best chance. It's not that I don't love you or mm-hmm. I don't want you, but I want to give you your best chance. Yeah. And then we see that again with Emma. Uh, talking to Cinderella about if she wants to keep the baby, saying that she wanted to give Henry his best chance, and Henry's in the car hearing that, knowing that that's why Snow gave up Emma. And even though Regina isn't an ideal guardian, I think that there's, like, that question of, like, Snow even talks about it. (laughs) Why would my parent give me away? And I think there's always those lingering questions of, like, I talk, I'm not adopted, so I don't really know. I'm talking as if I'm adopted. But, like, why would my parent give me away? And I think there's this message of, like, no matter where you are, who you're with, this hopeful message that your parents wanted you to give, wanted to give you your best chance. And that probably isn't true, probably isn't true for every child that was given up. But 
I think it's a really sweet message. Um, I also think that the show shows even even if that's the motive, it still messes with the child. Oh yeah, you still see it in Emma years later Mm -hmm. of feeling unwanted. You see it in Henry and seeking her Mm -hmm. out. Um, so I, I, agree. I think, I, like, I just, yeah. I really didn't really think much about what the show is mm-hmm. saying about adoption before we start talking about it. Yeah. But I think it does present many sides and many yeah. issues. It brings up many issues. Right. What and I it, also think the show is trying to address those insecurities that plague Emma and Henry by saying that your parents wanted to give you your best chance. And I'm not, like... Okay, once upon a time, is it going to, like, solve, like, all the insecurities, like, a child has about adoption, you know? Right. But I just like it. Right. I, I like it in the end. You said something that I don't know that I necessarily agree with on Regina. Do we really know if Regina was a bad parent prior to Emma showing up? I agree, Definitely yeah. post-Emma showing up. She yeah. goes nuts. Mm-hmm. But before that, we don't really see that she's been horrible. It's because before that, we just have a prepubescent guy being like, my mom isn't nice to me. <laughs> She's so strict. But, but, like, is she actually a bad parent? I do think that Henry can pick up. Like, I think children, not just Henry, children are really, like, sensitive to what's true. Like, well, and I think that Henry picks up that there's just something wrong with his mother. Like, and, his adoptive mother. And I think, wrong. I think we're given from other characters that she's not the best parent. We see Mary Margaret slash Snow. We see her worry about Henry. Mm -hmm. The fact that Henry has been a very sad, disturbed child. He's been going to therapy before this thing, the storybook and whatever. I think the show lays out that there definitely is a case that she's not a great parent for him. Right. Of course, you do have... Okay, no, wait. I'm going to let you finish your thought. Are you done... I'm sorry. Are you done, done, Kim? I'm sorry. I'm going to let you finish your thoughts. I mean, I think that, like, I just, I think through Mm -hmm. what the therapist says and through Mary Margaret, we we see that there there has been cause for concern for him from outside influences. So it's not just the prepubescent boy who doesn't like his mother. Okay. Yeah. There was a reason why Mary Margaret gave him that storybook in the first place. True. Yeah. There was something is wrong. Right. I, I also, just never. Sorry. I'm sorry. Can I just say my thing? <laughs> I didn't. I waited, so I want to interrupt Kim. But I will say that, like, parents who are abusive don't let their children go to therapy, and don't. I'm not saying she's abusive. No, no, no. That's not. I'm no. I know you're not saying that. I'm just I'm saying not, she's not. I don't think she's the best mother. No, and I agree with you. I don't. At this moment, she is not the best mother. I, but I just want to. I. And I know that's not what you're saying. <laughs> I know that's not what you're saying. But I think that allowing your child to go to therapy and se- and like recognizing that he does have problems is actually a way that she is trying to take care of Henry. And we also have to realize that it's hard because she's not a good person right now. Right. Like Regina isn't a good person. So if you're not a good person, how can you be a good mother? I do think that she genuinely wants, sincerely wants to take he- care of Henry, but that she doesn't know how and that she wants to love henry and she doesn't know how i was gonna say she might even love henry yeah but we've already seen her version of love she the person she loved the most (laughs) she was willing to sacrifice yeah so yeah you're right even her love not really that comforting no and especially since henry has a storybook and he's like you're the evil queen right you know because like the storybook's also this big key like that's how he kind of knows to go and find his birth mother Mm -hmm. 
Well, and I didn't really think about that because when I hear the term bad mother, I don't necessarily just think my brain goes like to the worst thing. So I'm thinking like abusive, more like neglectful, maybe it's not that, Mm -hmm. I mean, a neglect can be absolutely terrible Mm -hmm. when it's to like, you know, different degrees, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. I just never got the impression that she was a massively horrible mother, but and I think Elizabeth does bring a good point. The fact that she would take him to therapy is, like, Of course, great. then she tries but to sabotage his therapy. I was going to say, of course, she <laughs> has the therapist under her control. Right. Yeah. Yes. But she All... she doesn't know what she's like. I, I, wait, so you go ahead. <laughs> like, Regina, Regina just, sometimes she's just, like, she just doesn't know. She just doesn't know how to love. She doesn't know how to take care of someone, even though she, and I don't think, no, not abusive. She could do better. Oh, yeah, she definitely could. Can we just talk about how everybody acts like this curse is, like, the worst thing on the planet? It's so dark and horrible. And then Snow White's just, like, fluttering around in real life, like, taking care of hospital patients. And, yeah, nobody's fulfilled, but they don't even realize that 28 years have passed. How is that horrible? It's Mm -hmm. terrible to have your futures taken away from you. But at the same time, you don't know it whatsoever. Yeah. So, like... But you're also, like, Snow's alone. There's yeah. There's the sense of everybody's there, but nobody's really a community. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a very lonely place to live. Definitely. But at the same time, when they don't seem to have any recognition of how much time has passed, it takes away an edge to that torturousness that everybody makes it sound like it's the worst thing ever. You know what I mean? I'm not doubting that it's bad, but, like, you'd think that it was purgatory bad by the way they all describe how dark this curse is and then it's just this idyllic little town part of the punishment is to be here on our earth that is part of it like yeah (laughs) Yeah. that they are no longer in this fairy tale wonderful paradise right magical world but they don't know it but but they don't know it but that's part of their punishment is wouldn't it be so much worse though if they were stuck and they remembered can i get out but then Maybe. They just had no, I mean, like, no I, magic. I totally understand what you're saying. Yeah. But I think it'd just be harder for Regina to have control over them, right. which is what oh, she definitely. thinks she really wants. Definitely. Like, yeah, I think you're right. It's not, you know, I'm really, I'm kind of glad that the torture isn't too dark. Right. But it kind of just bothers me that they actually let Emma go in hindsight just because she could have at least been in Storybrooke with them. Mm-hmm. I know that she would have been a baby for 28 years. Yeah. Right? According to the logic, that is pretty bad. And then they wouldn't have had a savior to come back and check in on them. But, like, your baby still would have been in that place with you. I guess they just really didn't know what was coming, you're though. you're taking care of a baby for 28 years. <laughs> yeah. Now, that would be real torture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess Cinderella had to be pregnant for 28 yeah, years. Yeah, right? Like, that's rough. Um, I love it that everybody's like, she's been the mayor for as long as I can remember. Like, everybody hints that, like, everything seems like everything is as long as they can remember. But nobody brought up the fact that this girl has been pregnant forever. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's not a massive complaint, but at the same time, knowing what the curse is, part of me is just like, it's not nearly as dark as you're making it Like, hyping it up. Like, it could be a whole Again, I bring back mm-hmm. to the attention this is on uh, on a broadcast channel on ABC. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is the darkness you're going to get for a family show on that channel. Yeah. Like, oh, oh we're not going to no. have Mr. Robot levels of darkness? <laughs> no. Yeah. 
That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> oh, no. They have to live in Storybook, Maine for 28 well, years. Well, I... See, now I just really like the curse that it's so awful because they have to be here on Earth with us. <laughs> like, that is the horror. Right. <laughs> we haven't seen very much of this character yet, but I think if I have to choose... Like, I know I said my favorite characters are not here yet, mm-hmm. but if I have to choose my favorite character for who they are right now and for the rest of the first season... I think it's got to be Mr. Gold slash Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah. I really like Rumpelstiltskin. My mom really likes him, too. <laughs> and, like, I mean, not that I don't. I'm not saying I dislike him right now. But she just thinks he's the funniest character. He really is. When he asked for Cinderella's baby, she was like, what's he going to do with that baby? Like, just <laughs> like. And then I started imagining Mr. Gold, uh, Rumpelstiltskin, caring for a baby. And, like, having no clue what to do. And it was the funniest thing to me. I didn't think about diaper. Yeah. <laughs> this thing has to be fed every, like, two to three hours. Can I spin my gold thread into diapers, please? Yeah, he's just creepy to me. He really. is, but I love it. Yeah. I don't. I don't. <laughs> my thing, though... He's one of my least favorite. Actually, really? I feel like I have a lot of least favorite. Okay, do you want to go through who your least favorite um, are? Well, he's one. Mm-hmm. Snow, when she's not in that one particular episode in Fairytale <laughs> yeah. Land. I really wasn't a big fan of Cinderella. That episode was the least favorite out of the five for me. Even though we get those like moments about giving you your best chance. Once we hit that episode, I was just like, Ugh. like if I had been binge watching, I would have skipped it. Uh huh. And I don't know why. I just. Yeah, right now nobody has Mm -hmm. stood out as like, I just love them. Mm -hmm. Everybody's more like, I could take you or leave you. Not Mm -hmm. even Jiminy? No, he annoys me a little bit. (laughs) Janelle, you and I aren't going to have the same favorite characters more than likely. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I analyzed Jiminy Cricket like so hard this morning. Oh, yeah. That was Janelle's deep shower thoughts, though. But you can continue, and we'll get to Janelle's Uh, deep shower thoughts. No, I mean, I'm pretty much. You don't want to keep listing characters? I mean, I'm just going to end up listing everybody, probably. Yeah. But is your favorite. I mean, if you had to pick someone that you're kind of warm on or, like, kind of like... I like Emma, and I like the sheriff, but I know the sheriff's going away. Yeah, spoiler <laughs> alert. I'm sorry, but... I, I looked I that up on IMDb, and he's only in nine episodes. What? And he's already been in five? I well, know. he's got to go be in Fifty Shades of Grey, right? He just wanted the exposure, Janelle. Oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> oh really? Yeah, the Why exposure. Are you laughing? <laughs> so, Janelle's deep shower thoughts about uh-huh. Jiminy Cricket. Yeah. The first time I watched the fifth episode, I think I thought it was the stupidest thing mm-hmm. because it was cheesy, but not like the good kind of cheesy. The thing about Jiminy, though, is that I was like, what is his deal with crickets? Like, this is the stupidest freaking thing that he's like, loves crickets so much. Like, I get it, like, when they're just out, like, chirping away and everything. And yeah, yeah, they seem free because everything, well, I mean, everything's free. But then when he's given a chance to be whatever he wants to be why the crap did he choose a cricket because like he didn't know that he was going to be given extra life he didn't know he was going to be given invincibility if he had wanted to be like a dog or something like that dogs can be dangerous cats can be dangerous anything that like would be a, a cool guardian animal or something like that can be used as a weapon but something small like a cricket they don't hurt anybody so the power in jiminy's choice was that he chose to have power taken from him so that he wouldn't have the opportunity to do bad things mm-hmm. to hurt people anymore. 
freedom to him is not having the ability to cause harm. And so in that way, he is very free and he's also very powerful, even though he's this tiny little bitty thing. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I think it just blew my own mind. (laughs) (laughs) And then I appreciated that so much more. Stop being some cheesy hey, we just want to make this fit the fairy tale character yeah. mm-hmm. and turned into more of an actual, maybe they really thought this out, why he would want to be a freaking cricket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that, like, do you no, guys get I, on board with that? I Is like that... it. I really like your analysis um, of it. And I also like... Thank you, Shower. <laughs> yeah, I really do like your analysis of it. I hadn't thought about that. His parents were terrible, but they were having a great really, time. They really were terrible. And just, like, that episode is pretty dark for broadcast television. I really like that the parents of Geppetto are turned into these, like, wooden dolls. And then he ends up he making makes... a puppet and calling it his son. Which right. is a that... very strange. <laughs> That's, That's weird. true. I don't know. I like the kind of origin story that now Jiminy Cricket is going to look after Geppetto, and that's why he's around when Pinocchio Mm -hmm. is made and turned into a real boy. So, and then also just there were some, like, I got some feels in that episode Mm -hmm. from Henry, so I did really end up enjoying that episode, watching it again. Well, not only that, I love it, too, when Dr. Hopper gets back, like, his mojo or whatever. Yes. And he does something that, like, very easily could have been playing dirty or whatever, but wasn't. Like, just the fact that he knows, it shows that he's smart, for one thing. Mm -hmm. That he can stand up to Regina and be like, okay, you're going to need my help at some point, so how about you back off Mm -hmm. and let me do my job? Mm -hmm. And it was just mm -hmm. like... Yeah. <laughs> I did I did really like that part. Yeah, because he's always been such a pushover mm-hmm. every single time. I do have to say, there is a hole in that story. The town really doesn't have any judge, any legal, right. like a lawyer. Uh, Dr. No, Dr. Gold. Uh, Mr. Gold is actually the town's lawyer. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, there's just... I don't know. And it's something that comes back again. I'm like, you guys don't, you're not living in the real world. Just because, like, you're here in this, like, town, you don't actually have to follow the legal system. Right. <laughs> like, I just, there's, I don't know. There's another plot hole that really bugged me in that episode that was really stupid. Geppetto <laughs> was a little white kid who spoke with an American accent. Oh. oh. <laughs> and then you got... Tony. Oh my gosh, yeah, Am- which is such a thick Amendolza, or I don't know yeah. how you say his last name, who has played every ethnicity under the sun. Mm-hmm. I've seen it, I feel like I've seen him in just about everything. And he's Italian, he's very strong Italian. Yeah, he developed that Italian accent, that's crazy. <laughs> After being raised by Jiminy, how did that happen? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I have a question. Yeah. I feel like I know the answer for Janelle since her favorite characters have not appeared. And I feel like I probably know the answer for you. But I'm going to guess if you all ship anybody that we have not seen uh. both sides of the of the ship yet. Right now, do I ship anybody within the show? Yes. I totally shipped the sheriff and Swan, Emma Swan. And if we didn't leave, I would have continued shipping those characters. Okay. Yeah. Now, do you ship Emma with somebody later? Because yes. I know the big... I know the big ship for Emma later. Yeah. Are you on board yes. that? Do you like I, that better than her and the sheriff? No, nothing would have ever swayed me from <laughs> the sheriff. But I'm really happy about her current love interest. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. Janelle, do you have any shipping thoughts in regards to the first five episodes? Which you're less of a shipper mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. Elizabeth and I. I think I was starting to ship her and the sheriff as mm-hmm. well. There's really not much good shipping material in right. the first bit. Though I do really... I kind of dis- disagree with you a little bit on Mary Margaret. She is pretty bland, but there are moments where she kind of peeks through and you realize mm-hmm. yeah, she's got a little bit of guts, but she just doesn't uh-huh. know how to do that most of the time. And I can't yeah. think of the specific instances, but I know there were a few times in the first five. Yeah. And even though it's really stupid, I also really like her starting to get really close with David. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I really was kind of shipping them and then also like hating it at the same time. And being like, but are they really married? What's going on? Like, I honestly don't remember any about that. Mm -hmm. That's why I feel comfortable saying that, because I have no idea what was going on. I completely Mm -hmm. forget. No, I guess is the answer. Like, I don't really ship anybody too much. Mm -hmm. And now this time going through, knowing that he's going to leave, like, I don't ship them as much. Right. I friendshiped him. If I didn't look up and know that the sheriff's gone, only going to be in nine episodes, I would have shipped them, but... And knowing that that was not her her big ship. Yeah. Later in the show. Later. Yeah. I will say my favorite characters, the ones that we haven't met yet, one of them is her big ship. Okay. And then the other one is one that I friendship with her a lot. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are you on board for her big ship? Yeah, I suppose. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yet again. I'm trying I don't care of, about Emma. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other characters that I really love. I ship them um, for the sake of the other person in the relationship. I did I, I that. <laughs> will you continue watching? Um, I will. I don't know that I will continue watching right away, mm-hmm. but I definitely am still interested. I definitely, I will probably give it to the end of the first season, but if I'm not in love with the character by the end of the first season then I probably won't go much further. Okay. I do like what I've seen after several episodes. Like, it's it's not, I'm not at a bingeable point with it yet. Okay. But I will still continue on. Cool. At some point. At some point. Okay. What about you, Janelle? Are you going to continue with your rewatch or move on to something else? I think I'm going to watch at least, because I finished iZombie, oh. finished season two of iZombie really quickly. And so I think I'm going to finish, or not finish, I'm going to go through at least the sheriff's episodes. Okay. And then mm-hmm. I'm also probably going to look up and see if one of my favorite characters appears in this season because I can't remember. And if they do, you best believe I'm going to watch at least the first season again. Is there anything that you guys are obsessing over right now? Mm. I really want season three of iZombie to finish up. Yeah. So they'll put it on Netflix because mm-hmm. I need that because the end of season two was pretty good. So I guess that, I mean, I can't actively watch it right now, but yeah. Oh, book recommendation. This is our story by, I think her name is Ashley Elston or something like that. It's a really good murder mystery. It's not sci-fi fantasy related in any way, shape, or form. But the tagline of it is five went in, four came out. Um, It's about these five friends that go out in the woods after partying, drinking, smoking, doing pills and all all this kind of stuff um, the night before. They go in to hunt and one of them shoots one of the others mm-hmm. and kills him. And nobody will fess up to who did it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, and it's told from multiple different pers- perspectives. Yeah. Um, and I love mysteries like Really that. good book. And it's got some romance in it. Um, it What's also has some pining. <laughs> 
which gets annoying, but it's it's overall it's really good. Um, this is our story by okay. Ashley Elston, I believe is her name. It just came out a couple months ago, so cool. What about you, Kim? I've been still obsessing over Miss Fisher, but kind of broadening that to just getting into like 1910s, 1920s female detective cops whatever like i just read girl waits with gun by amy stewart which is a fictionalized version of one of the first sheriff deputies in the united states and then like actually like after i was done i was kind of reading up on like some of what was actually real and it was very interesting to know that uh, how much of this story actually took place and and so like now i just want to know more about like the Roaring Twenties and, like, all that stuff. So I have, like, several books that I put on hold that should be ready for me to pick up tomorrow when I go to work. So right now, like, that's... I'm obsessing over the 1910s and 1920s, especially in regards to, like, strong women. Yeah. Cool. I have been listening to My Favorite Murder. Still listening to that. Ben's listening to it. And I'm also listening to The Oral History of the Daily Show, which is so good. And I'm reading a lot. What have I been watching on TV? Sherlock! That's what I've been... Because, like, I put it on in the background. And, I'm, of course, I'm loving it. And I, I really like the fourth season. I did have some problems with it. I think everybody has. Um, I just want them to go back to actually solving mysteries. Uh, Kim, what are we doing next time? So, next time, we're going to read a book. This is one of my favorite, like, laugh-out-loud books. It's fantastic. Uh, Let's Pretend This Never Happened, a mostly true memoir by Jenny Lawson. And we're going to read through the chapter entitled Just Your Average Engagement Story. So you all will get to read one of my favorite things, but then there's also other favorite things later on in the book that just make me laugh so much. Anyways, yeah, so that's what we're going to do. And Jenny Lawson has a blog that where she tells a lot of these ridiculous stories and whatnot. We learn about her life growing up and her husband, who seems like he should be nominated for sainthood uh (laughs) so yeah so that's what we're gonna do is we're gonna read the first um in this paperback the first 99 pages awesome uh so if you want more i love it don't you content visit i love it don't you dot wordpress.com and you can also follow us on social media instagram and twitter email us at i love it don't you one at gmail.com If you want to give us some feedback, or better yet, leave us a review. We would love it. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks. Thanks. That will get cut out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what? It-